Synchronicity University has some incredible programs coming up this March, including courses with me, with Zamboni Funk, with Celeste Brooks, astrologers that you know and love, and an incredible speaker series that we're going to be launching very soon as well. These are courses not to be missed at our world famous $5 a class tuition rate. You can learn a lot more and sign up now at synchronicityuniversity.com. Hello, fabulous friends, fans, and superstars. Welcome to your horoscope for the week of January 21st, 2024. I am your astrologer, Nadia Shaw. Thank you for being here. It is a remarkable astrological week, without a doubt. Big moves happening in the sky now. Boy, is this a very special time. And this week is huge. It is massive. Now, I know, I'm pretty sure I said that to you last week because, of course, we ended last week with Pluto changing signs. That in and of itself was massive. Just before Pluto re-entered the sign of Aquarius, it did also meet the sun in the sky that made for the most intense day of the year. So that's the energy we're carrying into this week. However, if you are one of those people who is still kind of waiting to feel this Pluto energy, you aren't going to have to wait too long. On Thursday, we're going to have a full moon in the sign of Leo. But what makes this full moon that much more special is that it is standing across the sky from Pluto now. And it is this opposition in particular that's going to take all that intensity, that Plutonian energy, and make it that much more personal, that much more relevant to us individually, that much more something we feel within. Now, Leo represents the heart, but it also speaks to love, genuine, authentic love, and the love that we experience. It's not so much about partnership, right? That's about sharing. Uh, energy of Scorpio is about how truly being known by another and knowing another can transform you very deeply. These are important parts of love as well, but it is the energy of Leo that reminds us that in many ways, love is a deeply personal thing, a personal experience. And so much of what we experience in the context of romantic love does begin with self-love. It begins with our very concepts of what it is that we feel the experience of love is, what it is that we need to feel to feel love itself. In that way, the energy of Leo, outside of just romantic love, reminding us to trust our hearts, to trust that there's something within us that is worthy of our love, of our respect, ensures that when we acknowledge that, we're able to ask for it and expect it from others as well. Because the fixed signs in general, I have found, are particularly interested in themes of authenticity. So the fixed signs are Taurus, Scorpio, Leo, and Aquarius. So as such, they may sometimes make decisions that don't always feel like they make a whole lot of sense to everybody out there. But it is about those choices that bring us peace, that is part of what's going to be awakened for us. But the need for that, the truth of that, the intensity of that very likely is going to stir very strongly now because of that Pluto opposition. 
And Pluto can denote a feeling of fate, a feeling of us finding ourselves in circumstances that might actually feel messy. This is an opposition after all, and oppositions tend to play themselves out with other people. Like it sounds, oppositions represent two placements, two celestial bodies, sometimes points, standing across the sky from each other, as is the case now. As the sun hasn't strayed too far from Pluto, we get that full moon of the moon opposite the sun, and then of course Pluto not far away. This is one of those moments where we are going to feel a lot is stirring within us, including feelings of unfairness, wherever that has been, feelings of complexity. And when I say faded moments we might find ourselves in, it's like the stuff that we didn't necessarily consciously sign up for. The stuff that we just kind of find ourselves in the midst of, those moments, those emotions, those feelings, those circumstances. And where it is that we feel truly not valued by another, where we feel that we're caught in some type of power struggle, power game, feelings of unfairness even, perhaps they go rather deep, perhaps they go rather intense. And especially where there's a sense of a lack of respect, well, this is where all of that is going to come to the surface. The sadness of that or the pain of that or the, the sense that something should be different, that this is not okay, is what's going to stir for us. And that doesn't make for a comfortable feeling. I do want to be straightforward with you there. You add to this an additional layer, and that is the fact that less than two days later, Uranus goes direct. So as we're having this full moon, Uranus is standing still in the sky at the height of its power, closer to the earth than it might otherwise be. And it is from this position that we are going to have light bulb moments after another, truth moments, moments where we feel as if that lightning bolt has just showed up and in an instant we're seeing things very differently, very clearly in some cases as well. Now here's another layer to take into consideration. Everything is likely to feel bigger. It's not just about the intensity. It's not just about what's stirring within all that emotion, that depth, but it's going to also feel larger than life. It's going to feel all encompassing in some ways. The very nature of Pluto itself can feel very all-encompassing, but then here comes Jupiter square. It is going to be this full moon that is squaring Jupiter, which means it is setting up a T-square with the sun, a larger configuration of that much more tension. But it is this very moment, this square, that is on the one hand going to invite us to still have hope, to see things more optimistically, or to at least have some sense of overconfidence as we approach a given moment. And some would say that overconfidence is not a bad thing. I've heard it said that any aspect of Jupiter is good because Jupiter is a benefic. It is the greater benefic according to the ancients, which means it is a larger blessing. So yeah, okay, there's a hard aspect, that's okay. But 
I think a lot of it does depend on our own personal experiences with Jupiter and also to take into consideration what else is happening in the sky. And in this case, with all that Pluto, with all that Uranian energy as well, we might find ourselves going way over the top, whether that's overestimating what we're actually feeling, how consequential a moment actually is or isn't, overestimating our own ability to push through a moment rather than acknowledge vulnerability, which is a type of strength in and of itself. It could be that there's some blessing we're trying to make happen, but as part of that effort we're putting out, we're also having to touch base with or at least connect to some part of us inside that knows we are worthy. That knows that there's something within us we can trust to get us there, to get us over that hump, as they say, towards the outcomes most meaningful to us now. Now, it is this full moon and full moons in and of themselves tend to bring a lot of emotion to the surface. They help us to find emotional clarity and to get in touch with the truth of what we really feel. But in the case of this full moon and all the things that are happening along with it, this might be a truth that comes on suddenly, that feels downright inconvenient, that might even feel painful to some of us. And what that means is it becomes that much more important to show compassion to yourself and to others at this time to the best of your ability. I would say with that Pluto opposition, other people might test us. I do wanna be straightforward with you about that. Your experiences with other people may feel as if they are evoking a sense that you deserve more, you deserve better, you deserve more respect, you deserve to be treated differently. And that is a healthy emotion to feel in the context of situations that are genuinely not fair, that are genuinely manipulative, that genuinely hold struggle that doesn't really need to be there or that feels exhausting, that feels like a waste of energy, like it's draining you of energy, especially in places and spaces where you expect a place of refueling to happen and to flourish. For example, in romantic relationships or in the work environment, and so, yes, that could be hard for some of us. So there's that need to be patient with ourselves and others. But there's another way this energy can play out as well that's really important to acknowledge. And that is, where is it that we might be making certain alliances more complicated than they have to be? Where is it that we are contributing to an interaction that doesn't need to be as perhaps contentious as it feels? And outside of our interactions with other people, where is it that we ourselves perhaps are working against our better judgment? And where is it perhaps there's some wisdom to that? And I think the clarity around the wisdom of that is what Uranus is going to help us with more than anything. Because with Pluto, we can be so in the trenches of our feelings, of our emotions, of our unconscious desires, of the shadow itself. That becoming aware of these things can feel uncomfortable. But ultimately, it is only in looking at what's really going on that we're then able to move towards genuine 
self-value, genuine self-respect, genuine self-love rather than the performance of ego from a place that maybe is not healthy or enlightened, but truly honoring of the best that we are, the love that we're truly desiring. Uranus in an instant can make us very clear on the patterns that are playing out in our lives. It can make us crystal clear as to where it is we can free ourselves in healthy ways. Uranus is always interested in helping us to be something more and becoming something more than we were before. In the words of Jeff Wolf Green, it is Uranus that encourages us to be more of whom it is that we've been created to be and not whom it is that we've been conditioned to be. But I would say that Pluto in many ways is all conditioning. It's that very deep foundational conditioning that, uh, that works on that level of shadow, that part of our psyche that unconsciously determines how we're interpreting our world around us, especially where we don't realize that it is our own fears that is determining how we are interpreting a given moment. And it is Uranus that in an instant can make us aware, but also free us of those wounds buried so deep within. With that Pluto opposition to the moon, it's almost like we have to get honest about what we really feel even if it's hard. The pain is there, and that power struggle ultimately might only be within ourselves. And it is that power struggle that might ultimately just show us some truth about where it is that we could honor ourselves more, we could respect ourselves more. But all of that insight, all of that work has to be done outside the constraints of just thinking that respecting ourselves is what other people tell us that means. Uranus doesn't go that way, doesn't play that way. Uranus is about making up your own rules, deciding for yourself. Instead of taking on puritanical understandings of what self-respect actually mean, what being a genuine person actually means, what being true to yourself actually means. Uranus, now standing still, going direct, is going to remind us that you get to decide what that is for yourself. And that ultimately your responsibility is to live in a way that allows you to be so much yourself that you are that much more at peace with whom it is that you are. You lose the need to judge other people or to get into these outward exchanges because you're operating from a place of inner clarity, a place of inner peace, a place of knowing that you're being true to you, but you're also you, more purely. That is tremendous courage. And remember, uh, the full moon in Leo and Leo as a sign is very much about courage and loyalty, but loyalty to what? Loyalty to an idea, to a concept, to a particular a relationship or alliance that maybe has served its purpose or maybe isn't very good for you or to you? Or is that loyalty going to be to the principle of love itself within you? Is that loyalty going to be to the best of all it is that you are and you have yet to be? It is that Plutonian energy that invites us to acknowledge 
all that's really within, but it is Uranus that's very visionary. And that helps us to see all that we can be, the directions in which we have yet to go, all it is that we have yet to be in this very active, very exciting lifetime ahead. Once Uranus goes direct on Saturday, all major planets are going to be direct until we enter April. And that gives us this rare window of opportunity where it truly will feel as if all systems are go. Now I'm talking about the major astrological planets. I'm not taking asteroids into consideration. I mean, you add enough of them, then something's got to be retrograde somewhere. But the big ones that we use in astrology that I focus on uh, for these horoscopes, yeah, they're all going to be direct. And Uranus going direct after being retrograde for about five months, that alone brings with it that wake up, that shock, that surprise that I've been discussing. But you add the layer of all planets being direct. Well, it does suggest that the truth really has us leaping into the future. And in fact, more and more of us are going to be focused on where it is that we desire to go. It won't feel as if there's that much time or that much motivation to reflect on what was. What is going to help us to move forward? What is actually working? I think that's going to be a consideration as well, especially considering that also on Saturday, Mercury and Mars will meet in the sky in the sign of Capricorn. And the energy of Capricorn is about goals. It's about understanding that there are certain things worth focusing on if you want to achieve those things that matter to you. It's about understanding that our free will is sacred, that we can harness it to move us towards the manifestations and the outcomes that we truly desire. Now, just having Mars exalted, right, in a very strong position now in the sign of Capricorn, this is the sign that the ancients said uh, Mars most loves to be in. He's able to bring forward his very best. Strategic and powerful and focused. Using its efforts wisely to come out on top. To win the bigger thing worth actually gaining. To garner acclaim. To have a sense of what you're really going for and to give it your all. And to believe that you can get there. You add Mercury into the mix and our minds are operating on a very high level. And so it's not just our will and our focus and our energy, but it's how invested we are in that element of focus on that level of our thoughts and how we're focusing ourselves now. It becomes very much about understanding what's worth manifesting and where it is we've squandered enough energy and we're just not going to do that anymore. I would add, though, this is also the sign of Capricorn, the sign of power. I know we spoke about uh, Capricorn energy last week as well, uh, with Pluto meeting the sun at the very end of the sign of Capricorn. But this is also a chance to get honest with ourselves collectively as to how we define power, what power is, and how to use it responsibly. That's when power is at its very best, and that's when it's truly used in a way that lifts us, in a way that inspires more of us, rather than take us in different directions.
it is Pluto now in Aquarius that is the sign of the people. It is about power in the hands of people and considering what's happening in a larger sense with people collectively. And who do you consider part of the collective that you belong to? And how is it that structures have served that? And where is it they really haven't? I think these energies operating almost simultaneously in the last couple days of this week are going to invite us to have those conversations and powerful glimpses into what power is going to mean for us, but also the value of what it is that we owe each other and how we're going to live it more fully. With all this activity and energy playing out uh, towards the later days of the week, also keep in mind on Tuesday, Venus will change signs, moving into Earth sign Capricorn. Now, my dear friend, Michael Barak, he likes to tell me Venus and Earth is always good. Well, look, we could also say, especially from uh, the perspective of modern astrology, any placement of any planet uh, can be seen as either bad or good, depending on your perspective. Um, but according to Michael Barwick, um, he looks at Venus and Earth signs as becoming that much more embodied, that much more focused on the sensual experience, which I think a lot of us likely are going to be now. Now, wherever Venus goes, that's where uh, fashion trends tend to go for us as well. And it is in the sign of power that this becomes about power symbols. Um, luxury, not for the sake of the experience of luxury, but for the statement that it makes. There might also be a sense of focus on people we consider eternally beautiful and uh, discussions around celebrations around people becoming more beautiful as they get older. Venus in Capricorn might also bring with it um, celebrations around key women. Uh, it's almost this feeling that, okay, that woman finally got her dues, finally got her respect, um, and the sense of longevity being celebrated as well, particularly with key female figures um, as they play out with the collective now. What I love about this week for us, there's so much here. It is a powerful and meaningful astrological moment. So I know the majority of this video went to the glitz, the glam, the glory of the full moon and the sign of Leo. It is going to be huge. It's going to be really important. Um, it was late last week that I posted a video, a very spontaneous video. It's gotten wonderful feedback from you guys. I'll try to do more of those. Thank you for that. But it was about the night before the most intense day of the year. And in that video, I mentioned how important this full moon was going to be in the context of Pluto changing signs. It is now that we are going to feel the energy of Pluto that much more closely and feel how as much as Pluto can empower uh, and it can bring with it intense focus that allows us to transcend any challenge, feeling truly like we've knocked it out of the park, whatever that proverbial it might be for you. With an opposition though, it can feel like that process is messy in some way. It can feel like there's a set of circumstances that is ultimately not very fair to us, that feels complicated to us, but 
ultimately can be part of the universe setting the stage to get us to that place of acknowledging what it is that the heart truly wants. How is it that you're going to use this moment, this very powerful Plutonian energy, to be better in some way or not? That is your choice. We can find ourselves caught up in drama, and that can be one way that all these energies sort of take us on a roller coaster of sorts until we're on the other side, until we get into next week, and there's a little bit more stability as we enter next week with Venus sextile uh, Saturn. I'll be here to talk about it every step of the way. But having said that, there's also a real sense with the energies now that a lot is changing. Where it is that we stay in touch with the voice of our heart, that part of us that knows that we can trust ourselves, that there is something within us that is worthy of shining, of being seen, and worthy of respect. It might be a dramatic set of circumstances that get us to that realization, but it can be a life-changing realization to have. With all these fixed signs so lit up now, with Jupiter and Uranus in Taurus, a fixed sign, with the full moon in Leo and the sun in Aquarius, all of this does suggest a time when we are encouraged to get in touch with those eternal sources of wisdom and power and love within us, knowing that we can trust them to see us through. And with all this Capricornian energy in the mix, telling us to begin again and to go big, well, that very truth within us might have us making some big changes. For some of us, sweeping changes that align us with our own personal definition of success, uniquely our own, that matters to us. Well, thank you so much for watching. What do you love about this week? Let me know in the comments below. I love reading you guys. And to prove it to you, here's some of my most recent favorite comments. Thank you to everybody who likes, who comments, who subscribes, who shares, who thumbs up. All of it means so much. I'm so grateful for you. Thank you. And of course, if you want to know how all this wonderful stuff this week speaks to you in your sign, Log on to NadiaShawSuperstars.com where you get expanded, exclusive video scopes each and every week for as low as just $3 a month with Choose Your Membership Rate. Higher tiers get you things like all access passes to Synchronicity University events, consultations with me, and so much more. All of this in the superstar space at NadiaShawSuperstars.com. Links are in the description below. Synchronicity University is proud to present some incredible new programs coming up this March and right now for a very limited time. Choose Your Tuition Rate is on as always just $5 a class, an unheard of rate to learn from this caliber of incredible astrologers that I'm about to introduce to you. And I'm going to start with me. <laughs> yes, I am coming back to Synchronicity University. After two years away, I'm coming back with a five-week course. And my course is called Outer Planet Transits, Times of Change, Fate, and Pain. And that is going to be a lot of the focus as we go through the three main outer planets, Uranus, Neptune, and Pluto. I know that the universe is wise and loving. I believe that. And when I say that, what I mean is 
we can take any moment, any set of circumstances and use it to become more wise and loving versions of ourselves. I am not Pollyanna. I have an eighth house son. <laughs> I am not Pollyanna at all. I know that sometimes life can present us with challenges, times that feel faded in a way that sweeps us in directions we love and times when it feels like we're going a whole other way. Times that truly are not just challenging, but more where they feel as if there is a real hurt there. All of it in some way can be used to help us to be better. In fact, I think it's designed that way. I think that that's the world that we have co-created together is that it is a world that will present us with moments of great love, but also moments of great sadness, moments of elation and moments of deflation. But all of it ultimately is so that we learn what it is to embody love and wisdom more and more as we move through this lifetime. Now, these ideas are not necessarily my own. These articulations might be, but uh, actually I was very heavily influenced by the work of Ibn Arabi, who I've spoken about many times over the years. I wrote my dissertation on his work, and you should be able to read that. It's called The Unity of Being on my website, NadiaShaw.com, if you want to know more about his incredible uh, ideas around us being the breath of the divine and how all of our experiences are part of us becoming more divine. Uh, in and of ourselves as well. Having said that, it is going to be this course that is going to present brand new mythologies that I haven't discussed before in any course or haven't discussed before on this channel. So brand new mythologies, because I know I love talking about the creation myths. I spoke about that uh, and some of those at length in one of my books uh, called Prayers to the Sky. So the origin myths of the planets, very fascinating. And from time to time, I share different mythologies with you. In this course, I'm going to present brand new mythologies to help us to understand these placements with greater nuance and understanding as well. I have taught on these planets before. That is true. In this course, I want to present things differently and new perspectives as well. Celebrity charts, I'm going to have brand new celebrities. So if you've taken courses with me before, you know there are certain celebrities I really like to look at. Uh, Daddy Yankee, Nikki Jam, Beyonce, Jay-Z, who else? Keanu Reeves. Okay, there are some celebrities I know, I know, I have used just so much over the years in classes. Well, this class is going to have brand new celebrities, so we're not going to have a repeat. It is fresh new material. I really hope you will join me. I hope that this really helps uh, to illuminate an understanding of how valuable some astrological knowledge can be. When you're able to look back on your life and realize that those times you went through that were so challenging, they can be connected to an outer planet transit. And that in turn helps you to understand what archetype you were being encouraged to engage in. And that can better prepare us for what we've been through and learn from it and become more wise and loving, but also what could be coming up ahead and how we're going to approach it, how we're going to be open to it, how it is that we are going to use it as part of our journey towards becoming something more. Big theme for me for this year of 2024 is becoming something more. 
And I hope that my work demonstrates that. And it starts with this class in some ways. And so right now for a very limited time, choose your tuition rate is on now, just $5 a class at synchronicityuniversity.com. Links are in the description below. Synchronicity University presents the one and only Zamboni Funk back now for his first five-week course with us. Now, I know you've seen Zamboni on my channel before. Uh, you've learned from him at Synchronicity University before. So this is a very natural progression for uh, a teacher that truly excels at what it is that they do. Now, it's only $5 a class right now for a very limited time. And Zamboni's course is going to be on using astrology effectively. And so this is really about helping you to understand what astrology can do, what it does really well, and how it is you can tap into the power of it, rather than focusing on the things that maybe people focus on that have nothing really to do with astrology. You're going to make those distinctions with Zamboni in the way that only he can help us to make those distinctions. So this is a course that's going to help you to understand some of those basics or reaffirm some of the important foundations to your astrological practice, but also give you new perspectives as well so that you can really tap into astrology effectively so that it becomes a tool of empowerment. That's what this course is about. And Zamboni is the perfect person to teach it. So you can learn a whole lot more about Zamboni's class right now at synchronicityuniversity.com. Sign up now. Links are in the description below. Synchronicity University presents the one and only Celeste Brooks. She is coming with her very first five-week course as well. And this is on Moon Mastery, a five-week course all about the moon. How incredibly meaningful and rewarding this is set to be. Now, this is actually a course that Celeste has put together over a period of time. She's honed in on what works for this course, and it is about helping you to get in touch with the power of the moon in your chart. The moon represents emotional equilibrium. To me, it represents peace, being at peace within yourself. It speaks to where and how it is you are most comfortable and it speaks to what family is to you, what home is to you, and so, so much more. Celeste is going to take five weeks to dive into this so that you really understand what you need emotionally, what you need to be at peace with yourself, what you need to feel happy, how it is that you can find home within you, within the world, that much more. When you understand the power of the moon in your chart, everything changes because you understand what you need for equilibrium, for peace, your whole reality and your whole experience of the chart, but also of your life transforms dramatically as well. This is an incredibly valuable class from an incredible astrologer, the one and only Celeste Brooks. You want to take this course on Moon Mastery, that's for sure. You can learn a whole lot more and sign up now for just $5 a class for a limited time at synchronicityuniversity.com. Links are in the description below. And thank you. Just to give you guys a heads up, it is going to be very soon this week that we are going to announce the March 2024 speaker series. And it includes a very big dog. It includes incredible astrologers. And I'm so, so excited uh, to celebrate these up and coming astrologers, but also to have a big dog astrologer. It is going to be incredible. And 
in May as well. We're going to have a very big dog. I'm just letting you guys know there's a lot to look forward to at Synchronicity University this year of 2024. Like I said, this year is going to be off the hook. We are going to do some very special things all around. I'm so grateful that so many students, but also just leaders in astrology and other fields uh, just have so much presence and power. And they're bringing that to Synchronicity University, that the school has garnered that much trust uh, with so many people. And so I really hope that that continues to show as part of an incredible 2024 coming up ahead. And thank you. Thank you so much for this moment with you. Thank you for your trust. I'm so grateful for all of it. Just thank you. And thank you for the very positive feedback on these different shorter videos. I'm going to start sharing more of them, hopefully. And so your positive reinforcement really does help so much. So thank you for that. And I love that you guys are watching it and engaging with them and giving feedback and finding value in them. Just thank you for seeing something in my work uh, that is part of your sacred journey. I'm so grateful for all of that. Thank you again for watching. It'll be a great week. Enjoy.